All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome to Your Folk Radio. Pastor Eli James here along with Pastor David Martins of South Africa. And uh, we have been on this program for the last, oh, well, six years now, Pastor. It seems, I can't, has it really yes. that been that long? Documenting, Since February 2015, Pastor. Yeah, and so we have been documenting the corruption and de- literally the destruction of South Africa by the international Jew, uh, the Freemasons, and the you know the, the forces of communism, uh, international banking, Judaism, and uh, etc. You know everything that the Jews uh, run in the world, all the scams, and how they have literally mm. driven South Africa into total anarchy with uh, you know, murders. Uh, farm murders against white more South Africans and it seems like this tendency is almost unstoppable what's your opinion at this point uh, Pastor Martins Uh, are we making any headway uh, turning this around at all Pastor yes good evening to you and also good evening to all our listeners across the globe Uh, yes it is um, uh, we've had a beautiful sunny a day in, in uh, where I am in the proximity of Oatswaran in the Cape. Okay. Pastor, yes. One of, the, one of the wonderful things that we must realize is that in spite of every catastrophe which has uh, grossed or graced this planet, um, <laughs> Father Yahweh has, has always been right there to protect his people. And if we look at the the prophecies of not just Jeremiah and Isaiah and Ezekiel and also uh, Malachi and Zephaniah, but if we look at the prophecies of Obadiah Uh and the prophecies of John the Apostle in the, um, uh, what's the name of the island where he was at Patmos. Patmos? Patmos, yes. Yes then we can see that Father Yahweh hates the Edomites. Now, nowhere, in the, nowhere on the planet, nowhere on the, in the universe is there any law against the ostracizing and the blaming of the Edomites because that is exactly what the cause is. And, and if the scriptures call these... Um, these the the worst of the human, mankind, the worst of humankind, the seed of Satan, the uh, seed of the um, the Adder, mm-hmm. and the the children of Satan. If there is a reason why Father Yahweh hates Esau and his descendancies, then we can see why. And this is becoming clearer and clearer. And what I wanted to say, Pastor, is in spite of the fact that there is a a war being waged against the white people of South Africa, I still don't know of a single Boer whom have reestablished or rediscovered their true identity that has been targeted as yet. Okay. Um, I, I know of things that I cannot say on the air, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I want I want to yes. I want to say this: these Edomites had 
already conspired against the Boers 160 years ago. And their conspiracy was to annihilate the seed of Jacob, whom, of course, were the Boers. Yes. And if you look at all the wars that had been waged against the Boers, and I'm talking way back virtually from the days of Jan van Riebeek, in other words, 367 years ago, uh, sorry, 63 years ago, um, the Edomites, whom, of course, were the the, the, the um, merchants of the Dutch East Indian Company, whom weren't Dutch, they weren't Dutch at all, of course, they were Sephardic Jews, they enticed wars and they orchestrated wars against the Boers, and I don't know of one war that was not orchestrated or, or in some way or the other enticed incited, or incited right. yes. by these Edomites of the Cape called the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Right, right. At the moment, Pastor, there is uh, there are a number of um, uh, um, conspiracies aimed against me in person. Well, you've been the the um, target of conspiracies uh, for a number of years, and yes, uh, and so have you. Where, where, <laughs> where you have been been where people have tried to take you out and. Yeah, uh, smear me as calling me a Jew and such, right? <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. No, and I, I think they've done the same to you. Well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but and there's even there's even a video out on uh, YouTube about me. Mm-hmm. But uh, the person that they actually this Dutch reformed or this uh, uh, reformed Dutch well reformed minister. Uh, I call them church hirelings yeah, because sure. that's what they are. Um, he, he is uh, the person that he's describing. There is definitely not me because he is uh, actually uh, m- blaming things that I've said that I never said, right. or he's taking what I have said. He's taking it out of context. For Twisting of course, it. for the yeah. Edomite agenda, and, and yeah. this is something that one must realize. Yeah. What we see in the scriptures, and in spite of the fact that it is translations of the original Hebrew, right. the Greek translations actually indicate how the Edomite Pharisees and the Edomite Sadducees and the Edomite scribes had um, used the words of the Messiah, Yeshua himself, and they just twisted it. And then they said, he says this. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they go ranting about the Sabbath. They go ranting about every possible thing that they can find. Yeah. And that is their modus operandi. Right. If they the- cannot beat you with the, with the lies that they have been concocting for so many years mm-hmm. and generations, then if they, if, if they find that you have outwitted them with truth, then they try and go for the throat, just right. like jackals do. Right. Yeah, well, the same thing has, has happened to me. Uh, you know, two operatives here in America, William Fink and Skip Baker, have done yeoman's work. One, uh, uh, Skip Baker trying to claim I'm a Jewish rabbi. And uh, this is a, a rabbi who I investigated. He's actually an Israeli rabbi who does not speak a word of English. 
and he has only been to America one time. <laughs> right? So this is the person that Skip Baker claims that I am. Okay? And so if you do a little bit of research, uh, you'll find out what a, a gargantuan lie this is. And William Fink exactly. makes me out to be a, a universalist because I disagree with his uh, theology that Yahweh intends to exterminate all non-whites and that whites, by virtue of being white, are saved, automatically saved, you know, which is, you know, which I refer to as uh, Arian Talmudism, right? Because that's what the yeah. Jews teach about themselves, okay? So they have exactly. put out videos and disinformation, uh, et cetera, et cetera, about me. So you're, this is called the treatment, you're getting, yeah. the, this is what the Jews call the treatment, okay? <laughs> we need to give this guy the treatment because he's, yeah. he's, he's uh, spoiling our, our parade, okay? It, you know. Well, revealing, just by revealing their, their agenda, right. you're revealing them for what they are. That's right. And so they, they must, then they hire uh, shills. To do, you know, because it, it can't be perceived that a Jew is behind the treatment. It must be perceived, oh, well, he's a white nationalist or he's a Christian, you know. And so uh, this is the, the, the devil's technique. The Jews have not uh, changed their technique in 6,000 years. They're still using the exactly. same techniques, and our people, unfortunately, except for those of us in Christian identity, who become awake, <laughs> right? As you said, those exactly. uh, those more people who are aware of their identity uh, are protected by Yahweh, you know, especially if they exactly. obey His laws. Okay, so mm. this this treatment. Now, uh, I wanted to bring up here because the uh, the the Purple Gang. I don't know if you've heard, uh, when Donald Trump got elected, Hillary Clinton and her minions came out dressed in purple. And they, they swore what, with this purple garb that they were wearing that they would do everything in their power to unseat Donald Trump. Okay, And of mm. course, the election fraud going on in America is part of that uh, tactic, Okay, this plan that they have. <laughs> It's a conspiracy, Boston. Oh, no, no, there is no such thing as conspiracy. You, <laughs> you should know that, right? But uh, it, it took me to Revelation seventeen fourteen, and the yeah. woman, that is the great whore of Revelation, the woman was yes. arrayed in purple, in purple. and scarlet, and, scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls and having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. This is the Jewish Rothschild banking establishment and her sh uh, its shills, namely the Hillary Clintons and the Democrats and the socialists and the communists of the world who are nothing but the operatives of this global banking establishment. Okay. Exactly, Pastor. That's what it is. And, uh, of, of course, the black Jesuits um, are always oh, yeah. overshadowing them as well. Pastor, I've often wondered, how did, if, if you go and look back into Hillary Clinton's earlier political involvement, mm -hmm. she has... She has made a total turnaround, exactly the same as, uh, of course, Bill Clinton did. Right. Uh, and so many of these uh, ultra-liberals or these mind-boggling li liberals. Yeah. Uh, because what they do is mind-boggling. I, I mean, uh, I think Hillary Clinton has something like 
27 people that she had murdered. Right. How can yes. she still be walking around, not yeah. being investigated, not every, not even Benghazi investigated to the extent where um, she can be held liable for the right. lives of those people? Well, because, yeah, I the, mean, the, the global bankster establishment created her. And therefore protects her. Exactly. This is the this is the devil, Satan, Lucifer, Antichrist. This is the system yes. that nobody believes in. You know, the liberals don't believe that this this power exists, right? Exactly. Many of them are atheists and agnostics. Well, the, the the biggest power the devil has is for you not to believe in him. Yes. Well, <laughs> okay. Pastor, uh, one of the things that I've also now now this is. Um, over and above the fact that I cannot understand why Hillary Clinton has not been taken on to task. What I cannot understand is why Bill, Billy Gates, why hasn't he been um, taken to the world court in The Hague for all the, well, what's he doing in, 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 in medical circles in any case? Right. Other than... Filling his pockets with the, I, I I cannot express my contempt enough for this man who, who, who I, I mean he couldn't even stop viruses on his operating systems for his computers. Right. How yeah, no. in the blazes does he think? And, and, and I mean there are doctors and doctors and uh, top medical scientists mm -hmm. who tell us on videos that the this mask is actually more damaging than anything, even more damaging than COVID-19 or the so-called COVID-19, which established yet. Yeah. But very interesting that Bill Gates has a patent right for COVID-19, mm -hmm. which he uh, right out in September. Yeah. Well, I... I in a documentary, a video that I just produced, I don't know if you had a chance to look at it, you know, I, I show that Bill Gates, you know, his uh, William Henry Gates III, uh, using the ASCII number, you know, because every keystroke on your computer has a, a numerical value. And if you add up Bill Gates uh, III or yes. William Henry Gates III, it adds up to 666, right? <laughs> okay. And... and uh, yes. Bill Gates, of course, he's one of the top Jews, but he stole Windows from the guy who invented it. Okay, there's he probably doesn't exactly. he probably doesn't even know how to write code at all, nor does he know anything about yeah. medicine. But he's the operative of Lucifer on this planet, and he is directing, he's coordinating the extermination of the white race with COVID nineteen and uh, the lockdown. It's so. I mean, it's well, obvious. Well, yeah, go along, ahead. Along with these, along with these gangsters, uh, Fauci and the likes of uh, Fauci, uh, the CDC. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Why haven't they been taken to 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 the world court for yeah. the atrocities that they have? Uh, well, that they're still busy contemplating against the whole world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but let me back up to verse 2 of Revelation 17. With whom the kings of the earth 
have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. I mean, isn't it obvious that the entire planet is drunk with the fornication, you know, drug addiction, prostitution, pornography, uh, political corruption, you know, uh, the whole gamut. I mean, the whole world is entirely corrupt as we speak, and only those of us in identity seem to be able to perceive it. Yes, absolutely. The Christians don't see it. Right, the liberals yes, think it's great, <laughs> right? But one must one must also realize that they have been intoxicated. Yes, by there you go. Well, the hypnosis, <laughs> hypnosis of the ministers, the pastors, the yes, these false prophets that that uh, preach a universalistic religion, which is cloaked behind Christianity. Yes, well, it says it right here in verse 2. The inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk exactly. with the wine of her fornication. Primarily, it's drug addiction, both legal and illegal. Okay? More, more Americans have died from the opioid crisis in recent years than probably of illegal drugs. Okay? And the, the company, I think it was... Purdue Pharmaceuticals was owned by four Jewish brothers. They knew that their that their uh, oh I forget the name of the um, drug fentanyl fentanyl. They it knew it was it seems yeah. to be dropping out. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and I have a, I have reason to believe that uh, I'm being targeted mm-hmm. uh, because of this transmission because of this um, the show uh, program yeah. pastor. Right. If, uh, if, understood. if you can bear with me, I'm going to reset my router so that it okay. picks up a different uh, IP yeah, yeah. address. Okay, just call me when you're ready, and I'll just continue because okay, this is Pastor. we're in Revelation 17, folks. We are living this right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, the persecution yeah. has already started long oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, We've yeah, just, yeah. It, it it was just in a manner which uh, uh, we 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 have experienced the boiling pot, the frog in the pot. Oh, yeah, like right. The, the, like yeah. the president of this rotten country has actually stated. <laughs> this rotten country, this rotten planet, right? I mean, the whole planet has been perverted by the perfidious Jew. And, you know, obviously they don't want us talking about it, right? But Yahweh protects those who obey his laws, okay? He does not protect Absolutely. those who disobey his laws. That's why you see so many Judeo-Christians who teach that the law has been done away with not being protected, Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, are you going to uh, sign off, or are you going to try to stay on? Because your your signal is okay right now. Uh, Pastor, I, th- I think I'm going to um, um, just reset my router, so I'll be off for about uh, let's say for a minute. If you can okay. continue in the meantime. Oh, I sure will. Yeah, because I want to say more about the Purple Gang, and now uh, the Purple Gang uh, is actually a reference to a crime family or a crime group. In Detroit, Michigan, uh, it was started around 1918. Which, guess what? They're Jewish, a Jewish crime gang, right? A very little yeah. said about this Jewish crime gang in you know in the annals of uh, organized crime. Okay, and so uh, what happened was the Mich- Michigan legislature prohibited the sale of liquor in 1917. 
three years before the national prohibition was established by the constitutional amendment. Okay, Actually, Henry Ford supported this because he wanted to have workers who weren't drunk all the time. <laughs> Because, uh, because you know the uh, the immigration situation from other countries and the uh, tenements and the crowded housing and the lawlessness that was already rampant in the cities, bootleggers. So so as soon as they passed this law in Michigan, the bootleggers came in from Toledo, Ohio. Okay, and once this uh, situation was established, guess who came to Detroit from New York City? The gang, Detroit's immigrant neighborhoods suffered from widespread poverty. To survive, some residents turned to crime, which they enforced with violence. The Hastings Street neighborhood in Detroit's Lower East Side. How, why is it always the Lower East Side? <laughs> All right, Lower East Side of Manhattan, Detroit's Lower East Side, was known as Paradise Valley. Most of the Purple Gang's core members went to Bishop's School, where many had been placed in a division for, quote, problem children. (laughs) Why don't we just have a whole Jewish section and call it problem children? The gang members were mostly American-born children of Jewish immigrants, primarily from Russia and Poland, who had come to the United States in the great immigration wave from 1881 to 1914. The gang was led by brothers Abe, Joe, Raymond, and Izzy Bernstein. Have you ever heard of these people, folks? No, no, they're, they're, not, they're not Sicilians. They're not Italian. No, organized crime is run by Italians, right? Isn't that what you've been told? So here we see yet again more proof that organized crime is run by Jews. Abe, Joe, Raymond, and Izzy Bernstein, who had moved to Detroit from New York City. The Purple Gang started off as petty thieves and extortionists, but they quickly progressed to armed robbery and truck hijacking under the tutelage of older neighborhood gangsters. (laughs) Okay, so they learned from older gangsters. There are various theories as to the origin of the name Purple Gang. One version says that a member of the gang was a boxer who wore purple shorts during his bouts. Another was that the name came from a conversation between two shopkeepers. And this is a conversation. These boys are not like other children of their age. They're tainted, off color. Yes, replied the other shopkeeper. They're rotten, purple like the color of bad meat. They're the purple gang. Well, how about the purple gang in Revelation 17? That's what we're dealing with, folks. That's what we're dealing with. So while Pastor Martin's uh, reboots his router, we'll continue with the story. Now, this is why Hillary Clinton and and her purple gang chose to use purple. Why? Because they are Jewish mobsters. Jewish mobsters rule the world. You can quote me on that. Jewish mobsters rule the world. And the biggest mobsters in the world are the Jewish banksters. Time and time again, Jewish banks have staged wars between nations, pitting white nation against white nation, exterminating us. The The plan of the Jewish mobsters... Okay, let's see if we have a better signal. Are you there? Yes, definitely. Okay. Okay, very good. 
So I just connected Hillary Clinton's purple gang with the purple gang of Detroit, the, the Jewish mob that extorted yes. and murdered and, and, and robbed and, and just destroyed. The, and it turned out they're from the Lower East Side of Detroit, just like the Jews of yes. Manhattan are from the Manhattan. Lower East Side. Yes. It's amazing. All right. So uh, is there a Lower East Side of Cape Town <laughs> where Jews live? I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. Okay, so but they come from the east. That's another clue. It's another yes, clue. Yes, well, one must remember that Babylon was from the east as well. That's correct. That's correct. So, mystery Babylon. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, the Jehovah's Witness say the beast is the United Nations. Well, that's close. That's very close mm. because the Rothschilds created the United Nations. Again, this is it's another institution of Jewish mobsters. Who literally get away with murder. Back to you. You're forgetting that the Cape Dutch Afrikaner Jan Smuts was the author of the, um, the, the what do you call it, of the League of Nations, which oh, eventually really? became the United Nations. Right, yeah, the League of Nations was an entirely Jewish construct. And it failed yeah. because the United States government refused to support it financially. You know, they have enough money to support anything. But they, uh, exactly. but but their business is to bankrupt nations by forcing those nations to support socialism around the world and within their own countries. You see that happening in L.A., San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. All the big cities yes. in America are being financed by so uh, money extorted from the taxpayers and used to uh, create organized crime. It's called it's called Antifa and Black Lives Matter. In your exactly. country, it's called the ANC. Mm. But, the left um, coast, thank uh, you. Through the, <laughs> through, through the past nine generations, Pastor, um, it, it was the Dutch East Indian Company and the Dutch Reformed Church. Yes. Because everything emanated or animated, no, emanated from exactly yeah. that. The Dutch East Indian Company was the Dutch state church mm -hmm. yes and if you read the if you read the history of uh, places like indonesia and china and vietnam and the influence that the dutch east indian company had on those countries and in a, in the way that they expressed or they ex, ex, extorted the people of those countries um what the history the historians actually term the Dutch Inquisition, forcing mm. the people into the Dutch Reformed Church. Right. Wow. Yeah, and uh, of course, you know, we've talked about Calvinism being a Jewish construct. Yeah, so whenever yes. Christianity tries to break away from the control of the Antichrist, they come back, you know, if we manage to establish a, a denomination apart from them, they, they target us. And try to infiltrate us, which is, they've, they've made this attempt upon Christian identity. They have. And they've had many yes. infiltrators. But we constantly keep, throw them out. We're the only yeah. denomination of Christianity that has successfully kept them out. All the other Christian yeah. denominations, but, because they're not aware that the Jew is the child of the devil, have let them in. Well, weren't the other denominations... Um, created and perverted by these 
the Freemasonry, first of all, and then the, of, of course, we know that the Edomites are behind Freemasonry. Yes, absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's interesting. Uh, I'm looking at Isaiah chapter 28. And, you know, because cause I, I started the show out by asking you whether there is a message of hope coming from South Africa. And you said, yes, hmm. those, those Boer who are aware of their Israelite identity, that they are the house of Jacob, have, uh, have been given protection by Yahweh. Okay? Yes, so absolutely. We, we must never forget this. And that's, uh, sorry, that is Revelation twelve seventeen, probably the most important verse in the New Testament. Revelation twelve seventeen, yes. those they will overcome those who have have the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. If you do not have those two things, you are utterly lost, and you will be you will be a victim of the fornications of mystery Babylon. I mean, yeah. can we be delivering a more simple message? Yeah, absolutely. It can't get any um, simpler than that. Over to you. Th- though, though I prefer to use uh, Yeshua Messiah. Oh, okay, uh, Yeshua, sure. Yeshua the sure. Messiah. Right, yeah. But we still use their terminology so they know who we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeshua yes, Messiah. Exactly. Absolutely, yes. That's a true name. But yeah, and now here, uh, Isaiah 28. So, uh, <laughs> now Ephraim, the this is... Let me start with verse 1 here, because in a way this is actually funny. Isaiah 28, 1. Woe to the crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim. To the drunkards of Ephraim. Ephraim is essentially the the, the English-speaking tribes of Israel. Okay, we're talking mm-hmm. Britain, America, Canada, Australia, etc. Woe to the yes. crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim, whose glorious beauty is a fading flower, which are on the head of the fat valleys of them that are overcome with wine. There's that yes, wine. Well, Go ahead. It, it says uh, in Afrikaans, Met voete sal vertrap word die trotse kroon. With feet will be trampled the, this um, elevated crown. Now, you, one must remember that the virtually the only uh, surviving um, crowned yeah. uh, country with a, with, with a kingdom is the British Isles or the British Empire. Right. And it is, it is not without a, a significance that it actually relates here to the, this... Mm-hmm. Um, Proud crown. Right. Well, Ephraim, uh, the unicorn of Ephraim is part of the British royal crest. So, yes. you know, yeah. Uh, but uh, there's, I believe we have more Judahites here in uh, in America than the British have at present. And uh, and the Boer people are descendants of Judah. Okay. So, well, uh, not just Judah, Pastor. Um, they, they are definitely some of the tribes, uh, a tribe of um, Ephraim as well. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. of course, we must remember that the 1820 settlers came from Britain and from Scotland right, and from right. Ireland. And they, yes, of course, the later they, settlers, came yes. as, they came as descendants of the house of um, yeah. uh, Ephraim. And not just that, but they were also, there were quite a number of uh, descendants from the house of Jacob uh, through Denmark. 
one must not remember uh, forget that and also mm-hmm. uh, from Brit- uh, from from Germany and the Republic of Prussia uh, whom of course also entailed uh, the tribe of Dan the tribe of Neftali and also um, uh, mm-hmm. let me just think uh, <coughs> Isiska oh Issachar okay yeah Issachar yeah yeah well, see, now, Ephraim is being depicted as a drunkard wearing a crown. Where, where does that image come from? That's an old-fashioned image from, uh, well, today it's called Mardi Gras, okay? Mm. But uh, there's a tradition uh, going way back into the Middle East of get, uh, making the, the town drunk a king for a day. Yes. And it's, it's part of the Roman Saturnalia as well. Okay, so that uh, but they essentially are just making fun of him, right? So they're parading mm. him around town where he's the town drunk wearing this crown, but you know, yeah, he has he has no idea who he is and where he is. Yes, this is the image Lost that we're giving of, of Ephraim, you know, uh, America. In, yeah, yeah, over to you. Yeah, he lost his identity exactly in the same way as the house of Je- Yahuda. Right, have lost their identity. I mean, yeah. the Yehudites are um, talking about themselves as Jews as well. They have been uh, brainwashed to believe that they are Jews exactly in the same way as the Boers have been brainwashed right. by the Edomite, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, to believe that they are Afrikaners. Right, and right. Exactly the same. And, and this is part of the Edomites... Uh, agenda to hijack the identity of the house of Jacob. Right. And mock us at the same time. They're mocking exactly. us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we allow Queen Elizabeth II to wear a crown. Right? But she's ruled over exactly. by Mystery Babylon. Clearly. Yeah. Right? Uh, I want to share with everybody, there's... Uh, <laughs> This website here, Colorful Characters, Mardi Gras Traditions, Colleen Sally. So Colleen Sally, what year was this? 1998. Uh, She is the queen of Mardi Gras. And she's pictured here with a a sign that says, it ain't easy being queen. (laughs) Okay. And there's, she's got a statuette of some distorted figure, uh, which... She looks just like it. I think the statuette was created for her. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this way back at the beginning. Uh, this the, the Mardi Gras tradition was started by a secret society, the Knights of the Mystic Crew, which mm. very, very few people have ever heard of. They are a, a part of Freemasonry, and they are part of the, the southern uh, branch of Freemasonry. Okay. And uh, yeah. what's his name? Uh, Judah P. Benjamin was a member, right? Judah P. Benjamin, no. the court Jew of the South, okay? Colleen Sally, a.k.a. Queen Colleen, is showing a visitor to her French Quarter apartment a published collection of Mardi Gras f- photographs by Harvey Glick. On the cover is a photo from her early years of parading in the mid to late 1970s. She's captured in her rolling throne a grocery cart. <laughs> <laughs> in all her glory, donning a purple velvet crown and scarlet, a purple and scarlet crown 
You can see the picture for yourself, folks. And reveling mm. in the devil-may-care hilarity of the moment. Yeah, puking on the sidewalk. Her t- head tossed back in ca- and a can of beer in hand. <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. She, l- she looks as if she were cackling at the gods above. Mm. And our people are performing these rituals of the devil and think it's funny, think it's cute. Yeah. Think it's hilarious. But How could but go, go don't ahead. you want to send? Don't you want to post that um, link for me? Yeah, I sure will. I sure will, because uh, this is incredible. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she was she was shopping at a, at a store, uh, got drunk, and she her two or three children. Uh, you know, were just left there. In, in, I guess they were in the shopping cart while she was laying down drunk in the store. This is the level of depravity that our people yeah. have been gone into uh, over over this uh, you know this uh, rule by the devil over us, and we don't perceive mm. the devil is ruling over us. That's yeah. incredible, absolutely incredible. All right, back to you. Yeah. What is also very significant, Pastor, is whenever one mentions, well, I don't know, uh, I haven't seen you on uh, Facebook for quite a while, but uh, what I've seen is so many of our people who have um, uh, 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 re-established or in fact rediscovered and re, um, they've turned around on their lives and they are now living uh, what their their initial calling was as descendants of the house of Jacob and what I've seen so often is that um, they are being ostracized by these Edomites and the yeah, and by Edomites. Judeo-Christians right yes and and um, the, the way in which they are um, whenever they um, make a, a even by just Quoting a text out of scripture, they are getting ostracized as uh, in the lines of something like, uh, you are, um, uh, sorry, Pastor, I, yeah. uh, it's just passed my mind now which yeah. Uh, yeah. word Astra- I wanted to use. Ostracized, uh, you're talking about are, being, yeah. Um, you are judging Right. Uh, you cannot judge us because you're not God. God judges us and not man. You, you know yeah. that is that is most probably one of the devil's most favorite yeah. quotations from this or misquotations from the scripture. Right. And of course, uh, when whenever you uh, prove to the people that uh, uh, we are being we are being um, told, we are being instructed to judge. Not to condemn in terms of judgment, but to judge in terms of evaluation and to draw distinction between truth and the deception of the Edomites. Right. Uh, Here, the next paragraph, yeah, this this is uh, hilarious. So, uh, initially, she was mystified. She's sitting in her shopping cart, and her two boys are, are standing next to the shopping cart. Initially, she was mystified by the presence of two guys in funny hats who stood beside the cart gazing at her. I mean, anybody who is enticed into a satanic cult probably Mm -hmm. has a a so-called innocent beginning such as this, okay? 
Yes. And she says, and one of my sons, David, said, oh, mama, I know who that was. That's when we were all dancing to the band, and we had parked you over on the curb. And we were dancing, and all of a sudden, we looked up at those guys who were going off down the street with you while she's still in the shopping cart. The, the mm-hmm. town drunk, you know, uh, the, the queen or king for a day. And you were drinking beer and didn't know who was pushing the cart. They cartnapped you. Okay, so this is how, yeah, this is how her sons, (laughs) who who were apparently sober, (laughs) remember the incident, right? And we are drunk. Mm. The whole whole white race is drunk with the fornications of mystery Babylon. Babylon. Pastor. Absolutely. That's where we're at. And there's only one solution. Yeah. And, And only Christian identity is promoting it. Back to you. Uh, Pastor, yes. Um, uh, as you know, we've, as Boers, we have been in um, in the humbling and in in uh, repentance over the past year. In fact, more than a year now. It's ever mm-hmm. since 30th of November, uh, 2019. So we've been in a humbling, a state of humbling, and more and more of the Boers are realizing that this is the only avenue in terms of finding um, solutions for the problems that we find ourselves in. Yes. And what I can see is, in, in fact, I'm receiving three, four telephone calls per day from mm-hmm. people who are busy discovering their truth and they want to know more. Great. And I receive so many messages, people asking me, Dave, or telling me, Dave, we've left the church, what now? And um, the the... Tremendous stories the people tell me. They, they're so excited about what is happening in their lives. The, the way in which Father Yahweh has, uh, f- for example, provided for them to come out of or to get out of Mystery Babylon. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this awakening that's happening in the midst of chaos. And we're talking absolutely. real serious chaos. <laughs> Right, yeah. real serious care, and the rest of the world has no answers. They're they're drunk. Exactly, they're totally drunk, mystified, uh, stupefied, flummoxed. Oh, uh, the book of uh, Baruch says stupor. It says in the yes. end times, the people of the world will be subject to a great stupor, not knowing mm. who they are or where they are. Okay, but here the solution. Listen, listen, people of Israel, Second Chronicles 7.14, and maybe, Pastor, you can read it in Afrikaans after I have read it here. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Mm. Okay, so the the more we as a group of true believers in Yahweh, Christian Israelites, the more we do this, this is the prayer that will get us out of this trouble, in addition to many other prayers, of course. But this, okay, Uh, do you have it in Afrikaans? Yes, I want to start with the previous uh, verse, Pastor. Okay. Uh, Father Yahweh says, "Us act the Yimel to slate. If I lock the heavens, 
so that there is no rain, dat daar geen reen is nie, of as ek die spring kan beveel om die land af te eet, of as ek pes onder my volk stuur, en my volk oor wie my naam uitgeroep is, hulle verootmoedig en bid, en my aangezicht soek en hulle bekeer van hulle verkeerde wee, dan sal ek uit die hemel hoor en hulle sonde vergewe en hulle land genees. In other words, Father Yahweh actually states here that He locks the heavens mm-hmm. from rain. Yeah, yeah, He'll, and, he'll yeah. He can prevent he it. And then He says, yeah. if He commands the uh, locusts to eat, well, to, to clean the land of any vegetation, right? which is happening. Yes, it's, yeah. And then Fo- He says, Food prices have tripled all, in the last couple of years. You know, and they're going to get higher. Yeah. Yes. Starvation. And, and then he says, or if I send the pestilences mm-hmm. under my people. In other words. Plague. If, if, plague. Yeah, the plague. How about the pestilences that he's, he's how about, sending. How about COVID-19? Right? <laughs> you mean not COVID nineteen, but Bill Gates and Fauci and the right? Yeah, the, the 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 pandemic, <laughs> the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. But then he says, "And my people, not just everybody, and it's not the yes. universalistic thing, right? And my people, over whom my name has been called, mm-hmm. and it's not the Jews like right." Uh, the churches have been propagating, yeah. But the house of Jacob, right, and, and humble yeah. themselves and pray, right, and seek my face. You know, very often we find with the Dutch Cape Dutch Afrikaners luring the Boers into a form of gambling, where they mm-hmm. go and kneel by the side or on the sides of the the freeways and the. Mm-hmm. Big city streets, they go and kneel and they pray and they call upon the Lord, the Yira, yeah, whom, whom has no connection in, in any case with, because we must realize that the Edomites have hijacked the scriptures. Yes. They've translated it into, from, from the original Hebrew, like we discussed last weekend. Yep. And they translated it from Hebrew and Aramaic into Latin, and then Pig the Latin, Latin version of <laughs> right. it was right. was concocted with their decisions at the Council of Nicaea. Yeah. And then, 147 years later, they translated, they concocted, their Latin concocted, they translated to Greek. Yes. Koine Greek, okay. and then they, they are dishing this Greek version this Greek translation out as the original, right? Of course, right. to cover their tracks, and one can see this, this absolute deception that they are, that they have been working on over the past forty-five, forty-six yes. generations, Pastor. Now I don't know if you and I discussed this last week, but the Vulgate was translated by Jerome, and I was reading a critique of the Vulgate by a, a Orthodox Christian. A, a, a monas- yeah. monastic Orthodox Christian from the Eastern Empire, you know, which uh, was still a very strong version of Christianity today, and he claimed that Jerome was a Jew. <laughs> Are you surprised? Well, it, it, it gathers past <laughs> because if Jerome was a Jew, of course, 
the Edomites, the Jews are Edomites, and the Edomites, like I have been saying for the past six years, six months, and two weeks. Yeah, to distort everything we believe, everything we Absolutely. cherish. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I, they hijacking whatever was a treasure and a spe specific for the house of Jacob, they have hijacked and they have made it to north. I mean, the father right. Yahweh's name has been made to north. And yet, if you go and look in their synagogues, they use the name of, the, of Yahweh. Mm -hmm. They call upon Yahweh. Right, right. Yeah, and so we right. are supposed to use his name. And by using his name, it breaks the power of Lucifer. Yes, absolutely. Has, and his minions have been trying to prevent us from using his name. Okay. Yes, that is why they have... Um, well, Protestantism is only taking uh, Roman Catholicism deeper behind the smokescreen of the scriptures. Right, yeah, the and Vulgate. This is, this, is, <laughs> right? this is what is confusing so many of the Boers or the so mm -hmm. many of the House of Jacob right. because they don't realize that the scriptures only insofar as the Edomites are concerned. Remember that the Edomites have no obligation no obligation whatsoever towards Yahweh. Right. Because they were not given the scriptures, so they concoct the scriptures in any way they want. Yes, and yes. They, but also, they are very, very careful not to lose the image of the inspired right. scriptures. Yes, yes. Well, uh, uh, there it comes to mind, uh, there's a verse, uh, uh, I, I quoted it last week, I don't remember which verse it is, but it was to the effect that the, the, uh, the Israelite will escape uh, escape from one uh, you know, destroyer uh, and then uh, another destroyer. And when he escapes those two, he will turn around and see that he's pursued by a viper. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, so the way I yes, put it was... I, I think it's in Isaiah 53, if, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah. It. If you want to go there, we'll have about seven minutes left. And I compared it... Well, if you've seen the, the movie Martha versus Godzilla, <laughs> right? <laughs> so... Yeah. So you escape from Mothra and Godzilla, and then you turn around and there's a gigantic python ready to devour you. Well, that's what the Boer experienced leaving Europe. They tried to get away from the Catholic Church and then the Protestant Church, and then they wound up in South Africa. And guess what? The Cape Dutch Afrikaners and their Reformed Dutch Church. Yes. The Viper. And falling victim to the... the they had no way to go, at least... Uh, right. From going from Europe or fleeing Europe because of the victimization and the uh, persecution in Europe, they came to South Africa as the promised land. Yes. Here in, when they arrive in the Cape, of course, the first thing they find is that the Dutch East Indian Company are using them as yeah. white slaves. Right, right. Well, I think, again, here, promised land, we have to understand that the kingdom is within us. Right. Yes. And whatever land we're at, uh, we uh, unless we have total control of it, you know, it, it's not the promised land. You know, we it's are the ones the who make land. it the promise. And, 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 and unless we stick with Yahweh's law, it's going to turn into another hellhole, which is the whole planet yes. is now being turned into hellhole. Because why? Because the Christians of the world have not uh, established the kingdom within themselves. They don't bring it with them. Right? They have abandoned well, that. 
Go ahead. Boss, the, the, the particular scripture which um, has been crossing my, my um, teachings Mind? over the past yeah. uh, year and a half, two years, is um, uh, De- Deuteronomy uh, 28, 29, and 30. And, of course, at the end of th- the, the chapter 30, uh-huh. uh, there is an absolute victory proclaimed because Father Yahweh says that at the end of days, you will send an, a hunger in the hearts and the uh, in in the inners of his right. people mm-hmm. to 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 search his face, to seek his face, yes, and to to turn from their ways, their wicked ways, and again to ask to plead for his his his, his return laws and, and his return. I mean, so that's both literally and of course the return of his law, right? Absolutely, Yahshua Messiah. He, he will return, but uh, I don't know if anything can hasten his return except our fervent collective prayer, right? Pastor, I've got scripture on, on that. Okay. I think it's in 2 Peter. Let me just see if I can okay. get it, 2 Peter 3, right. where he says that the Yahweh is not, uh, um, uh, yeah. he is not, uh, 2 Peter 3 verse 9, Okay. Yahweh does not uh, um, uh, linger or cause to linger his promise, as some might call it. Let me just get the English because my okay. translation ability and two uh, Peter three nine. Yahweh is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering yes. to us, not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. Okay, that's very interesting because the Judeo churches teach antinomianism, namely that we were all saved at Calvary 2,000 years ago. Okay, clearly Peter is reciting these words after, well after, 30, 40 years after Calvary. What don't they understand? Continue on that, Pastor. Okay. Continue on that. Let me just get the King James Version. Right. He says the Lord... Yahweh is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Yes. Now, that any, not that any should perish, is any of his people. Yeah, right. But, yeah. The, but the day of Yeshua will come as a thief in the night, in, right. the, in, in the which the heaven shall pass away with great noise, and mm-hmm. the element shall melt. With fervent heat, and the earth also, and works that that are therein shall be burnt up. Yes. Now, the next one, seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, that manner of what manner of all persons ought ye to be, all holy conversation, in all holy conversation and godliness, and then he says, looking for and hasting. Unto In the other coming. words, yeah. we, we can hasten the return of Yeshua yes. with by, our fervent prayer. Yes, by by awakening the house of Jacob into uh, or to to real uh, to, to rediscover their true identity. Right. So we have to throw off the crown of the Mardi Gras drunkard and claim yes. the crown of victory at the second coming. Okay. Yes. Well, 
Pastor, remember we spoke about the name Israelite and mm -hmm. Yashar El Light. Right. The one meaning he who fights God. Right. And the other one who is the prince of the Elohim. Amen. And of so. course, Jacob being the prince of the Elohim, he wears a crown. <laughs> yes, yeah. But we have thrown that crown away. We're wearing the crown of the uh, uh, the Gras. town drunk, the t Mardi Gras town drunk. That's the crown w we have been given. And we're still reveling in that. But we're now we're in the middle of this great meltdown, <laughs> which Peter yes. prophesied. We're in the middle of this great meltdown, but we can see that society is melting down all around us, and our people still refuse to see it. Yeah. They refuse the, the to see it. Is, the, the awakening is happening, but it should, be, it should have been a, a total uh, tsunami by now, Pastor. <laughs> right, right. But, but then again, Father Yahweh said by the voice of his prophets that only a remnant will remain mm -hmm. and remnant. as an uh, as as a number of people have actually conveyed to me and uh, uh, um, uh, uh, mm -hmm. at, at, at Half a communicated with me yeah have said to me david i'm just living for to be one of those that are part of the remnant amen uh, amen and and that is what so many of our people strive for. Dave, I want to be part of that remnant. I want to see the return of yeah. Yeshua. Then get out of the Judeo churches. Get out of them yes, as absolutely. fast as you can. And and this is this is the wonderful thing. They they've relinquished the the, the Judeo Christian churches um, three four weeks ago, or in yes. some cases six years ago. And in some cases, like I spoke to somebody yesterday. Who said to me, Dave, 41 years ago, I walked out to the church and I've never returned. That's right. Yeah. But for me, it's been even longer. <laughs> All right, folks. Yeah. We've run out of time. Thank you, Pastor Martins. Great message today. Thank you, Pastor. It's, uh, it's like the message of the phoenix rising from the ashes, the remnant rising from the ashes. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. And uh, please share our messages with as many people, as many white Christians as you possibly can. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Martins. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Praise okay. Yahweh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Pastor.